All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Big trades happening in New Jersey and Vegas and Tampa and Toronto, all of it to distract you from the fact the Oilers lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets on Saturday. Let's get into it with the lead. I got to chuckle out of Liam with that one. It's tough to get a Liam chuckle. Yeah, that's how that's actually how I grade. That's how I grade all of my cold intros. There is. Did I get a chuckle out of Liam? I thought my intro on Friday was pretty good. That was a really good one. Did you hear that one, Jay? I did not. What's black and white and red all over? The Pittsburgh Penguins after that beatdown last night. Yeah. Hey. That's how we started that. Right? Boom. Very, very big. What? So use that, what you just did for the Penguins, and describe the Columbus Oilers game. <laughs> I can't say it without swearing. That's fair. Uh, The Oilers laid an egg against the Columbus Blue Jackets on Saturday morning, falling 6-5. The comeback effort was incredible, but at the end of the day, they lost to a team that is close to dead last in the NHL standings, or they are dead last in the NHL standings. Either way, no matter how you cut it up, it's embarrassing. And you look back over the last month, the Oilers have dropped points to Columbus and Montreal. Not just dropped points, they've dropped Games and regulation. If you take care of business against Montreal and Columbus, you know where you are right now? You're tied for the top spot in the Western Conference, not just in your division, in the entire damn conference. Unacceptable that they lost that game to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Let's get into our three big things brought to you by Star Mechanical. Been one of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the last 20 years. My number one big thing, Jay, 
Yes, Star Mechanical. 24-7 emergency service, 780-481-8873 is the number to call. I wish call. the Oilers would have brought some of Star Mechanical's work ethic to hey. Columbus on Saturday morning. I used to play beer league with some of the Star Mechanical guys, um, and our work ethic as a team was never an issue. So I agree with that 100%. They work on the ice the same way they work on the job site. Very hard. Uh, number one, I'm just going to come out and say it. People aren't going to like this one. I know it. Jack Campbell was terrible. Ooh, that's a hot take. Like it just, it can't keep happening. And I'm not even piling on Jack Campbell at this point anymore. I am piling on the guy that gave him a five-year contract and thought this was going to be a good idea. This was supposed to solve the goaltending issue. It was supposed to be no more. It was okay. Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen, they were too roller coastery up and down. This was supposed to end this year and it's not. It's a big problem. Listen, I get people I can tell. I haven't even looked at the chat yet. Streaming live on the Nation Network YouTube. We're going to talk about trades in a second. I know you're all chomping at the bit in there. I haven't even looked though. And I know there's people who will say the defense sucks. Well, they do, but it's a combination of both. It is. It's a combination of both. And at the end of the day, I heard someone today go, well, he only gave up the one bad goal. Stop defending. defending Every game, it's one bad goal. You know how many goalies, how many starters in the NHL who make $5 million give up one bad goal every game? Jack Campbell. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm so Tyler sick of it. It's spicy. It's got to be Skinner's He's found his hill to die on, and it's Jack Campbell. Well, it's not even a hill to die on that much, but I think going forward, and when I say going forward, from now until the day this season ends, whenever it does, it is Stuart Skinner's crease. And someone tweeted me and was like, look at the wins and losses. That's all I care about. Campbell wins more than Skinner. Get your head out of the gutter if that is your logic for thinking why for why Jack Campbell. He has not stolen us a game. Well, maybe. Well, he's, played, he's had a couple good performances, but like just a couple. Yeah. Uh, so if he's a $5 million goalie, it needs to be more than a couple. Yeah. But like we've been outscoring mistakes. We are the overs. Look how many times we have to score to win hockey games. Like, let's go back. Jack Campbell's five best save percentages in games he started this year. 962 against San Jose. That was San Jose. Don't care. 952 against St. Louis. He only faced 21 shots. He did his job that day. Uh, Against Tampa Bay earlier in November, he had a 946. That one was good. That was good. That was a good game. He didn't really steal it because one of those goals again was a bad goal against it was the killer one when he shifted across way too far the Detroit game he had a 938 on Feb 7 he was good against Detroit but again good I wouldn't say he stole that one against Seattle a 935 I actually thought he was excellent in that game if there's one game you could maybe make a case where he stole them it was January 17th against the Seattle Kraken aside from that this guy has paid five million dollars has not stolen them a single hockey game this season and they should have beaten the Columbus Blue Jackets six to three in that hockey game. Their defense was bad. I get it. They didn't deserve a shutout or anything like that, but should it be Colorado? Should it be Colorado too? Like, I just, I don't know. I'm really frustrated mm, with goaltending I costing like this it, team. Like it. Am I wrong? Either of you thoughts? No, I don't. I don't disagree at all. Like it's, we clearly, it's funny. We, we, we did the signing and like, I'm a hopeful opt- optimistic, but then all the experts came out. Mm-hmm. You know, the Kevin Woodleys, the Mike McKenna's of the world are like, uh, he's not as good as everyone thinks. I don't think he's a $5 million goalie. And we went and did it. We probably should have been a little bit more patient, which normally is Ken Holland's brand. And saw what we had in Holland or in, in uh, Skinner and, and then see what we can do to, to kind of backfill and make a trade on that. Cause like 
You could have got Veljmenka if I even Vamelka. Vamelka. <laughs> could have gotten Vili Huso, who's been great for Detroit. Could have gotten Vili Huso for three, three and, and a half, four something. He started. He had a Less rough start, but anyways, yeah. we had Skinner back it up. But yeah, there was there was plenty of other options, yep. and like it all goes back to like if it's not Igor. I saw someone tweet if it's not Igor Shosturkin, you don't sign a goalie for for more than five years. Like sure. it's more than, or sorry, more than three years. Mm-hmm. So, um, Rusty scary. says, Rusty, the reckless optimist, Campbell's ceiling is much higher than Smith or Koski, but his floor is very low. Ooh, Mike Smith, man. Mike Smith was the best damn goalie he in the NHL for two months last year. Rusty, I love you and I love your optimism. And I think you're probably just saying that to be optimistic, but like Mike Smith was the man in the playoffs. Yeah. Liam. I thought Koskinen had a pretty good time here too. Like he, is he not, is I just almost, as good as what Campbell has been, if yep. not better, right? Just less first shot goals. That's true. Maybe. All four in four, whatever that was. It was, uh, but yeah, Campbell, like you're paying the man a lot of money to stop some pucks and it's just not happening on a, a like regularly enough. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty obvious tonight who the number one is if they're going with Stuart Skinner against the best team in the league. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that game against the best team in the league tonight because it is a Sherwood Ford Giant game day. But for now, we're finishing up our wrap of the game against Columbus. My second big thing, Connor McDavid is having a season that I don't think and the NHL has seen in north of two decades. It's unbelievable. That shorthanded goal where he picks it up and it seems like he just decides, I'm going to score. And he goes and just edges out two Blue Jackets guys, cuts to the net, puts it in, makes it look rather easily against a goalie who was having a good game. You watch that and you almost just go, why don't you do that every shift, bro? Because he makes it look that easy, but uh, he makes it look like he just flips a switch and goes, I'm going to score. And he did. And then the slap shot goal, his first slap shot goal of the year, unbelievable. He could have scored a few more too. Like Connor McDavid, I don't want this to get derailed into trade talk yet. How, if you're the GM of this team, can you not watch what that guy did and go, I need to get him the best supporting yeah. cast do we possible? Not, do we not owe him anything? Like We owe him everything. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm going to go buy 10 McDavid jerseys today. I'm going to do my part. <sighs> Bring up that hockey-related revenue yeah. up, you know? Liam, he was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. He he's... was the only player who looked like he woke up at whatever time you have to wake up at God, to play a 12.30 Eastern true. game. He looked like the only one who woke up and was like, shit, I really want to play hockey today. He looked like the only one who wanted to win a hockey game yep. that day. Like he, like you said, like he just kind of turned it up a notch, which is terrifying to think about what that man is capable of on yeah. the ice. And yeah, just can score in so many ways. And I honestly thought he was just going to keep it going in the third period. Uh, mm-hmm. He got unlucky on a well, couple of But they, they tried it. They, they, were yeah. kinda, they were shot out of a cannon uh, for the first few minutes. And Corpusella just was able to hold the fort down. Huh. And yeah, a goalie yeah, who yeah. just makes the save. Yeah, hold eh? the fort down and then... Allowed Columbus to kind of wake up and get some chances. That's yeah. the thing. You look at Corpusello's numbers. He made 44 saves in that game. His save percentage didn't look great. But when you look at the game, it's like, yeah, he's probably the only reason they won that game. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, there, yeah. There's games where you can be, you know, low nines or below nine yeah. and still steal yeah. the game because he was under fire and like high danger fire. Mm-hmm. Connor McDavid fire. That shit's hot. <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, my third big thing, and this will, again, people, I know you're chomping. This will lead us into the trade talk. I think you could look at every young and inexperienced D-man the Oilers played in that hockey game and go, you didn't play very well. With Broberg on the ice at five on you five, know, they were outscored three to nothing. Bouchard, it was two to nothing. Vinny was one one, but that might have been the sloppiest I've seen DeHarnay play in an Oilers jersey. The Oilers he's allowed to get, he's oh, allowed yeah, a night I know, off. I know. He's, he's entitled to it. He's earned it. Just, yep. But the lesson here is those three can't be your 
five, six, seven mm-hmm. come playoff time. You need an upgrade on that blue line. And that game against Columbus, pieces. probably a couple pieces. I know that team had scored. We laid this out on the pregame show, 11 goals in their last five games. And they torched your, I, I think Rosslevic got 90% of his season's offense uh, in that game. Yeah, I know that's a little bit hyperbole, but I'm not far off. Uh, you are not, because on the year he has six goals and he scored two of them. On the year he only has 24 points, he's, or 34 points, he got four of them against the Oilers. Like, it's just, man, that blue, the Oilers' blue line was bad, and I roasted the goaltending, deservedly so, but they also had a tough, tough time in their own end in front of the crease. I'm starting to increasingly develop a little bit of an army. I'm getting a lot of DMs and messages of support for my takes on number two. Just saying. <laughs> hey, and you know what? It wouldn't surprise me at all if there are a lot of people in this city who are starting to turn a little bit. I kind of feel for the guy because I think it's a crisis of confidence right now for him. I just think he's... He's not in the right headspace. And I feel for a young player who's going through that. And I still think when you have a guy... Shouldn't have changed from 75. No, good point. I think when you have a guy who is as talented as he is, because you can't deny that there's a lot of talent there, I think you need to let him get his confidence back. I don't think this is like a move on from Bouchard right away, blah, blah, blah. I do think, as Kyler says in the chat, I do think he's a part of the solution. You do if you... Like we don't have any time. No, 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 no. But Jay, we they, have no time. But Jay, they went There's to no the time. they went to the conference finals last year with this guy in his, in their top four. Yeah, but it's because Leon and Connor. Like, look at the scoring. Leon and Connor and and Kane just shot the lights out. And yeah, that dragged us through. But and that pairing of Keith and Bouchard was like, nails. But we, man. but we got swept in the conference. It's great. We can like we caught the it was like an awesome run. But we got swept in the conference finals. That's the benchmark. He scored three goals in five games against the Calgary Flames. Like okay, he's an offensive. Who didn't score demon. three goals in five games against the Flames? Like every, every, we every were just other scoring in punches. I think with the offensive upside there, that's a guy you see through, and they showed that last year they can, they can have success with him on their blue line. I, 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 I just if we have Tyson Berry locked up, then what's yeah, the point of having you both have of him them? for one more year after this? Yeah, yeah. So the time is now. We have Barry again for next year, and we can make some moves to address like the the defensive side of the game. And also, hopefully, he's supposed to be our first pass guy. These guys are asking for a puck mover right now because they need someone to get the puck on their stick while they're breaking out of the zone, and it ain't happening. He and Barry are still their two best passers, and when Bouchard clicks, he still has, I think, the best first he's, pass on this blue line. He's, he's, made, he's just got to click. He, he's made some great passes, but the thing is, like, we like that's someone else's development problem, not yeah. ours right now. I don't think, and like that's the thing. A lot of tools, toolkits still being refined. We don't have the time to refine it. Time is now. I think you need to get him a really damn good partner. Uh, Liam, your thoughts. I, I'm out on the idea of trading Bouchard. I think he can be Chom out. Play. Chom out on Bouchard going away. I think he can be good for this team. I think he's just in a bad spot. Oh, you guys, you're I, all just sheep. I hate I the don't idea get of it. playing him. And are your eyes though. not working? Are you telling us to do our own research? Are your eyes not working <laughs> when you watch this and just see the mistakes? Someone's going to send me, hilariously, it, I play hockey with on Sunday. They've amassed, they're amassing a season long of gaffes. Of Bouchard? Of Bouchard. That's really comical. mean. That's really mean. I didn't ask for it. They said they were making it. I'm like, okay, send it to me. When it's it's mean of that person. Well, because they see what I see. And I hope many others. And slowly, as my phone is telling me, 
more and more are seeing it and are now more comfortable with it. His upside is not ours to chase. We don't have the time. I think it is. Oh, fuck me. But like this argument of you don't Do you like Connor McDavid? Do you like Leon Dreisaitl? What do you mean the argument of the time is now? The time is fucking now. It Connor is McDavid now. is going to get 150 points this season and we can't beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. And we are not making any moves and I'm still going to wait and reserve my comments on how we do in the trade line to see what we do. But the East is loading up. We're in no position to take on some of those juggernauts. We just hope that they tire each other out and beat the snot out of them so they come to the Stanley Cup Finals beaten up and then whoever's in the West has a chance and can outskate them. Like that's that that that's the outcome we're hoping for is for a beat up Eastern team and hopefully we can pierce the veil and and get past the Western Conference Finals and then play a beat up Eastern Conference team. Like that's the only hope. They are weaponized. They are the East is crazy and we are nowhere near any of those top four teams. Nowhere near. But we have Connor McDavid and he needs help. Ryan Osmond, but we praised Keith and Bouchard, the pairing all last year. Stop thinking Bouch needs to be traded. Get him a veteran. And Bouchard. So why not Ekholm and Bouchard? Keith and Bouchard. Ekholm should be our first pairing defenseman. There's probably an argument to be made that Evan Bouchard should be your first pairing, right? Oh my God. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Just more pizzas, more pizzas for the other team. So you think that, so if Keith and Bouchard was good above average, it shows really you solid, how good Keith was. You don't think Ekholm can be that guy for them, but he should be in the first pairing. Yeah. But numbering pairings is a fool's game. Ekholm should be pay- playing. Like he's, he doesn't have a choice. He's if we get him, he's like 25 to 28 minutes. We have to reduce Darnell. You want to talk about a guy who needs to get his confidence. We don't have a choice to wait. Like, we don't have a choice with Darnell. He signed that contract. Can't blame him. He's got to simmer down and find his game. That's a guy we have to be patient with. We don't have a choice. Bouchard, we have a choice. I just you can't have Bar- you can't have Bouchard and Barry in, in uh, on our lineup. Like what? Like Bouchard needs to drive a power play. Shouldn't be driving ours. We got Barry right now. Yeah, but you can have them can't get both. a puck through on net. Darnay is better at getting pucks through on net than Bouchard. Better at hitting the net than Bouchard. I actually would love to look up the numbers to see if you're right on that. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's, he's hitting shin pads like crazy shot attempts from the point successfully on, on target guarantee you Vinny's beaten him. Obviously lower shot volume, but he gets him through. All right. Not saying Vinny's better than Bouchard either. I think Bouchard has got upside. I do, but like we are in a situation now where we have to make moves to make our roster better for today, this year, the next year and the year after. QF Pro drops in just a doozy of a take for us. And we are going to transition into the trade talk. Although, listen, we know it's a short for giant game day. We love short for it. We love short for giant game days. But this week, the only storyline bigger than the Oilers actually playing is what the Oilers are going to do off the ice. QF Pro, no, I don't like Ekholm on this team at all. He's not as valuable as the assets we would have to move to make the cap work. I think you are so far off base with that one. Love you for listening. Love everyone who's listening right now. The chat need an is vibing. You we need, need an a, I think you need a guy like that. We need, like, I know he's 32 and, and stuff. And like McCabe really is, is, is to Tyler's point, a younger at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would have been the solution. But because of stupid no trade clauses, which is another beef that I'm going to be campaigning for, which I have no power over on the next CBA negotiation, mm-hmm. those need to go. Um, because all like teams get stitched on that. And that's not fair. If you want money to go up, you need transactions. Players want to get paid more. You need transactions. So anyways, 
um, that's a conversation for another so, day. Here are the deals that you may have missed over the weekend if you're a hockey fan. A bunch of them really don't have much of a connection to the Edmonton Oilers, but we'll start with the first one. It's a 13-piece trade between the New Jersey Devils and the San Jose Sharks. The short of it is it's Timo Meyer going to the New Jersey Devils along with a fifth-round pick, and San Jose picks up Andreas Janssen. Fabian Zetterlin. Zetterlin, decent third liner. Janssen capped on playing in the minors. Shakir Mukamadulin is the big prospect. First round pick a couple of years ago from the Devils. Good job. I've said it like six times today. And now here's the thing. It's kind of like when you learn how to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. You just want to only say that. You say it again. Shakir Mukamadulin. Say it backwards. (laughs) <laughs> what is this a sobriety test uh they also get a first round pick in the upcoming draft they also get a 2024 conditional pick that is a second and if new jersey makes either one of the next two final fours that's going to be a first as well so san jose basically gets if you want me to put this into oilers terms for everyone it's two potentially two first borgo fogel and a cap dump is basically how I kind of look at that because Zetterlin's okay. Um, he's also a lot no, he's cheaper. He's not bad and he's young. Yeah, he, he's 23. Um, so anyways, it's a monster of a deal here. The Oilers were never in on Timo Meyer. No, no, no. That's why I'm, I'm, just, I'm just shocked. Carol, like obviously the, the hall was, was yeah. heavy, not, uh, but uh, I'm shocked Carolina didn't go more aggressive. Yeah, I am too. I thought Carolina would be all in. Because who are they going to go for? Yeah. Um, Maybe someone we want. I don't know. I don't even know who we want anymore. It changes all the time. The other big plucked away from us. <laughs> uh, Liam, you're a big guy into the old, you know, top prospects never get moved, but they did get one here in Shakir Mukamadulin, even if he's not the biggest part of the deal. I'd say the firsts are. I think New Jersey just had quite a few assets to play with. Like yeah. there was a bunch of guys. So I think losing, what was his name? Shakir Mukamadulin. Mukamadulin. It's a complicated name, but yeah. once you get it, you get it. It's a great name as well. So. Yeah, I think it's like you don't want to move. You probably don't want to move a top guy, but I don't think he was their top top guy. Like they got this yeah. got Simon Nemitz. Well, so actually, that's what I was gonna say. This actually plays into your point that you never have to give up your top prospect because Luke Hughes, Simon Nemec, and Alexander Holtz are still Devils. Yeah, and then they have Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Holt is it Alexander Holtz, and then there's one other guy I think they have up front too is a pretty good prospect. I can't remember his name. Uh, well, they like there was talk that maybe Dawson Mercer would have to be in this maybe, deal yeah, in the top the six, and they didn't have to move him either. Yeah, so that's the thing. You they got, got their guy. I think teams would. They weird, got their guy. Teams want picks. It feels like more than they want players, which always seems odd to me. Like, why wouldn't you want a player who's a little bit closer who could like help you do it rather than like taking a jump at something in the yeah. first round when you don't even know what it's going to be behind the door, Liam? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Having more first round picks makes the draft fun for more fun for everyone. Yeah, on that uh, team. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The second deal we saw yesterday. Here's where I'm going to go with this. I hear Tanner Janot's getting moved. I'm going, huh. I wonder if the Oilers are going to be in on this. It seems like a Kenny Holland kind of guy. And then in my head, I'm going, would they do a, would the Oilers give up a first for Janelle? I'm like, God, that's a lot. I I was like, I know, but I was like, you know what? If it was a first, I would do it. And then I was thinking, oh, do I, would, would I do Borgo instead of the first? And I was like, oh, that's a tough one. I don't see Janelle as that valuable. The point I'm making here is in my head, I'm thinking a first or Borgo, like something like that. It ends up being a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and Cal Foot. Like, remember, oh like, my lord! Like Nashville doesn't really want to trade Janot. Yeah, right. Like they really don't. So you got to pay dear for that. And Tampa wants to win, and they recognize Janot's impact on that lineup. So they paid the price to do it. But Jay, that's that guy. Tanner Janot has five goals. I don't fucking care. He's going to be the reason why they beat the Leafs. Yeah. What? <laughs> that is there the is worst no take anyone's at. That's worse than the one about Echo not fitting here. There is no counter punch to Tanner Janot on the Leafs lineup. Not one. In the Con- sense of like toughness? Or what just you mean? power Con- forward. Con Smythe yeah. winner Ryan O'Reilly. Who power forwarded his way to a Stanley Cup with the Blues in 2019? Like he's still good and effective, but like he has five goals. I don't care. That guy's gonna have impact. You know what? He's reunited with his buddy Braden Point too. I kind of agree. I think. Thank you, Liam. I think to in the sense of like he will have impact. Agree with me or him? He doesn't have to score a goal to be effective. He can just run everyone over and just make Austin Matthews and Mitchie a little uncomfortable. You. You would have done this if you were the Oilers. If I'm Tampa, I would do that all day. If Look you were the lineup. Oilers, if you were the Oilers, that, like, I, I, if I'm Tampa in the East yeah. and that like, if I'm the Oilers, not necessarily because of like the acquisition cost, but if you're Tampa, who's got a legitimate shot, who has to gear up to go against Toronto, because Toronto is my, and as of today, a much better team. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. Look at their roster. That is what they're missing. I, they're going all in. So I think it's like, like not that trust egregious. me, that is going to be a big factor. Tampa is maybe the only team in the league who can slightly justify this deal because they've yeah. done it before. It's exactly what they needed. I think it depends how you value the picks. And Julian Breezewell came out and basically was like, we know what a value of our picks are. When you look at the Oilers organization, they clearly value their picks More very, than, yeah. very high compared to what Tampa Bay do. Yeah. But Tampa Bay. I think you're right, Jay, in the sense of like, you know, can have an impact, a massive impact for them in the playoffs because mm-hmm. of how deep they already are from the assets they've built up in the past when they've got Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel. They've gone out and got value picks. Now you just add another guy on a cheap deal 
you can extend for how, what is it? Seven years are talking about, right? Yeah, like six by two mil or something like that. Yeah. So like you tax look at free that, state helps you, you do get that. A deal guy who is potentially going 15 goals a season, probably. Probably a 15 goal guy. Yeah. I think that's a really good deal when you look down the line, if they get back to the Stanley Cup final, like they yep. not going to care at all what those picks are. And it is protected a little bit too with that first round pick. If they do become bad, uh, it's a it's 2026 top, first rounder and it's top 10 protected. Yeah. So I think I actually quite like the deal. And when you look at it, you're like, Oh, it's a lot. Smokes. It's that it, is a lot. But like, I, I don't like Tampa has to do it. Like, yeah, they, they get once again, they've got their core. They've got their dry settle. They've got their, McDavid, obviously watered down versions of each, but they've got all their people. They've got a headman, which we need to go find a, our watered down version of. But, uh, and they've got Vasilevsky. Like it's <laughs> the, it's, it, that is the, the exact acquisition Tampa Bay had to do. Do I wish he was an oiler? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But I don't blame Ken Holland for not paying that. Price I, I don't think point. the others have like a Kalfa either. Right. Maybe. No, that's like a, yeah. Like if we're talking value, like, I don't know. Is Cal foot on the same le- like Bouchard's more valuable but than him. I would agree with that. The difference is as well. Even if Cal foot was a Bouchard, for example, they still have Sergachev, Hedman, and whoever. Yeah. Else. But so maybe if, if, if Bouchard has more value, maybe you could have done it for a first Bouchard and a second. Or but then you're taking so. away an everyday D man. Like I just once I but saw you that, what, price, you don't know what else we're doing. That's the thing. It's it's. Yeah. I will grade and judge the Oilers traded line after all the transactions are done but I will be disappointed until it's done. <laughs> yeah. Well, we I just mean, want to see movement. Cause like, I, I get it. We're antsy, but it's cause we're seeing all this stuff happen around us. Yeah. Like all these other teams are weaponizing and loading up. Uh, and that's funny. They're just all in the East, not in the West. Um, but it's, uh, except for, I guess, Colorado getting Jack Johnson, um, <laughs> obviously a good room guy. Clearly, uh, he obviously was a vibe for the playoff run, but, um, yeah, it's like I said, like, you pay the price. If your time is now, you do it. Yep. Uh, just looking over in the YouTube right now. If you're watching, do us a solid. Hit the subscribe button. I was looking at the analytics and like half the people who watch this show are not subscribed to our YouTube. Big mistake. Oh. Hit the subscribe button. Um, there wasn't one move in the West. Ivan Barbashev goes from the St. Louis Blues to the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for Zach Dean. The comparison here is straight across. Would you have sacrificed one of Borgo or Schaefer for half a or for two months of Ivan Barbashev? I say no. I oh. think Vegas made a bad move here. Barbashev's good. He's going to start on their top line. Solid. All good. Um, what else are they going to do, though? That's the thing. And they yeah, have room to They do have it. room. I think this is a great deal for St. Louis. Man, I you, love you what Doug Armstrong's done. go out Doug and get a player done. that's probably a year or two away to actually contribute into your team rather than and another first round pick because what they got two already because they got one in Tarasenko and then O'Reilly, right? Yeah, you get another equivalent to a first round pick, but a guy who can yeah. probably even play next season. Yeah, he's that close. Yeah. I think. Zach Dean. And now they have, yeah, three firsts and Dean. And you could use the off season where you have now north of $10 million to spend. I like what the Blues are building up there. Um, they rebuild fast. Yeah, they're retooling in a hurry and they got some good young pieces. Um, what was the okay today's deal? Obviously, uh, Frank Baum, our very own Frank Saravalli, was the first one who broke the deal. The Toronto Maple Leafs go out and get Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty. The cost is honestly, I think, spectacularly low. It's a couple of contracts to make things work down at the end there in Anderson and Gogolov. Um, it's a 2025 first round pick and a 2026 second round pick. 
Here's the thing. The Oilers could have done this deal in terms of the assets. The Oilers could not have done this deal because Jake McCabe had a 17 no trade list and Edmonton was on it. In fact, the rumor is the only Canadian team that he was willing to accept a deal to the Toronto Maple Leafs. So it worked out well for Toronto, but I'll say I'd love and this they deal. And 50% retained for how many years? For two more years. So now they're going to have Jake McCabe on their blue That's line. That's all they paid? Jake McCabe on their blue line for two more years at $2 million. And they get an extra year of Sam Lafferty at 1.1. So you gave up a first round pick two years down the road, a second round pick three years down the road. And you now get two pieces who are not just going to help you this year, but who this summer... You're going to be able to look and go, look, a top four D-man and a good third-line winger. Maybe he's a fourth-line winger on the Leafs, which makes him even better. And I think he's in an even better role. Um, I do think Lafferty got a little bit of a weird trade deadline intangible bump. That's fine. The point stands. I think the first and the second is really good value for the Leafs, considering what they got and the money Chicago retained. It's a great deal by Dubas. Yeah, they needed to bolster their their blue line. They did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, they're going to have their hands full with Tampa Bay, but like the Leafs have made some really big moves. So they've now acquired four roster pieces. Right. Yeah. Four roster pieces to R0. Yeah, I'm just sure. saying that. We don't know what we're going to do yet. But, <laughs> you know, it's like the Leafs, have, the Leafs have gone out and gotten what they needed. It makes me curious about the Ekholm deal now because rumors came out about that there you go. today. So what are the Oilers now going to have to pay to get Ekholm with that money being retained? Yep. And then also the years left on his deal. Seems to favor the Oilers, no? I think so. So I view McCabe as a guy value-wise that's like a younger Ekholm. Like he's a legit top four guy. That's his value around the league here. Yep. And I look at what Edmonton could potentially give up. I mean, they have their first round pick for each of the next three years. If you're Ken Holland... Do you not look at the first in 2025 when you're calling Nashville and use that if you're going, hey, the Leafs gave up this in the McCabe deal. So the retained salary in this, it's a total of $4 million over the next two years. So if you go to Nashville and you're like, hey, keep one and a half, that's four and a half mil, but spread out over three years. So I actually think that value is pretty close. Would you give up the second rounder this year and the first in 2025 for Ekholm? Yeah. Yes. And then whatever it takes to get Jensen. Uh, you want both of them? Yes. Then we don't. Then then we can deal with the bottom six issues and Some deal with way. fringe players on that. You get those two righty lefty. That just like think about the yeah. push that does. Well, part of the issue and the reason I don't think they can get both Ekholm and Jensen is to get Ekholm. You need even if he's one and a half retained. Let's live in that hypothetical world for a little bit, right? He's one and a half retained. He's down now at 4.75. We have a graphic with this cap. Yeah, so he'll be at 4.75. You need to move out Fogel and Pugliarvi or, and apparently Bob Stoffer hinted at this on his show today, Nashville's had interest in Kyler Yamamoto in the past. Maybe you don't even have to give up that much in terms of picks. Like I said, a first and a second. Maybe it's not that much. If it's Kyler Yamamoto going the other way, you find a side deal for Pugliarvi. You've now suddenly made the money work for Ekholm. But you've sacrificed two pieces of what is right now your top 11 in Pugliarvi and Yamamoto. So you need to find another forward somewhere. So I don't think they can unfortunately go and get both Jensen oh, and Ekholm. But if you get Ekholm, I would throw Yamamoto. pieces. There's two of them. Yeah, I would throw Yamamoto in that deal. And then I'd turn right around and I would flip 
another pick to go get a forward from wherever. Go get Domi. Is there that yeah, Domi? So that's uh, the thing. You, you you can still get Domi even if yeah. you wouldn't got Jensen and Echo. Yep. Is there a forward on Nashville that could maybe come back this way? Oh. I'm just looking here. Like, so is Trent is Trenin available? One point seven five for two more years. I I think yeah. Think of like yeah. I see, things moving. I see what you mean in the sense that if you're going to make the money work, but you want like a piece back to replace Fogel or Pugliarvi yeah. or Yamamoto, whoever's in the deal, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, Trenin's fine. I think he's a. I think he's a little too expensive in terms of like what he brings. Like uh, the name that Frank's talked about is Mikhail Granlund. But he's too expensive. He's, he's a lot. Five million. Yeah, it's way too much money. Twenty twenty-five. Yeah. So I don't think there really is a forward in Nashville. Again, Janot would have been the guy. But I mean, now that we hear what he went for, like the package of both of them would have just been astronomical. Um, there are a couple other new names in Frank's top ten on the trade targets board. Uh, Adam Henrique is one of them. That's a forward who I'd be really interested in. And again, like if you talk about giving up significant assets at the deadline. I give up a lot more and I'm way more comfortable parting ways with a Borgo and multiple firsts and things like that. If you're going to go get Ekholm who helps you for three more years. And if you can get Henrique at 50% retained and he helps you for another season after this one, just like part of the reason I love this or this Lafferty McCabe deal for the Leafs is it's going to help you for multiple years. You're not just pushing your chips in for one run. You get bounced in the first round and you're like, shit, why did we do all that? Just, you don't, the deal won't burn you as bad. So you can give up more. Mm-hmm. I would love to see if you give me my dream options, it's Henrique and Ekholm. However, you and need Jensen. to make it work. I, again, I don't, I don't think you need both. Yes, Ekholm you and Jensen. We I need to push CC down. We Jensen could be a top. Ekholm pair. can play his offside. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's a nice option to have, Yeah. but like, CC needs to be pushed down. And I think, Daryl, while he continues to kind of calm down a little bit, could be pushed yeah. down as well. Mm-hmm. Like if if Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece are your second pairing, that's great. Yeah, I don't care that Darnell Nurse makes two point seven five. If he's be- uh, nine, I would like that a lot. Yeah. If it's nine point one, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's about getting but him back, he's and he, right he's just got to. Then it doesn't matter. Like if yep. if we get Darnell Nurse. That it was in the Canadian division year. Yeah. Just like that mentality. Like mm. he, I grant it was Canadian division, but still like, that's the guy. Like, that's just get like, but that's again, this is the pressure of signing a big ticket. You yeah. get the pressure performance. So he's putting a lot on him. He's got a lot of monkeys on his back. He's just got to like, kind of like chill out and just go back to what that guy was mentally. His game will start developing. So, but right now he's not there. So like let's let's give that give him that breathing room and like that's the importance of a Jensen of an Ekholm. Like we need to focus on our defense very heavily here. And that's why a guy like Bouchard has to be expendable because we need to push people down. Mhm. Uh, just catching up on what's going on in the chat here. Be clean in all caps just said Domi and Ekholm. Hell yeah man, I'm with you. Um a lot of people saying they'd be okay with moving out Yamamoto in a deal like that. Uh, Gorgeous George just said Domi in all caps. Sure, I love it. McKay says Tyler Ekholm and Domi is my reasonable wish list. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be on board with that. Um, the interesting thing is we look at the shifting trade market here. I'm keeping an eye on like, okay, who are the buyers, right? Who are the teams that want to make big splashes? Boston made theirs on the blue line. Toronto's now made theirs on the blue line. Carolina is apparently in the market maybe for a left D man. So they're a team to keep an eye on, but in the East, that's almost it in terms of teams who will be dabbling in the pure rental market. 
I don't love the name Vladislav Gavrikov, but we're getting to a point where I think Columbus might be forced to sell him for really cheap. Luke Shen is on Frank's board as well. I just saw him there on, on the side of the screen. Like that guy's value could be falling hard right now. Jacob Chikrin's value could be falling hard right now as well. And I wonder if Arizona got a sniff that, you know, let's say Ken Holm bluffs a little, says, nah, I'm not, I'm not touching Chikrin. I got it. There's other teams talking to Chikrin. But who? Like LA, I guess. It's Edmonton. L- I mean, Edmonton, we don't know if they're talking about it, but LA, maybe Carolina, and then like rebuilding teams like Columbus. Like, why wouldn't, Lewis. like, if Nashville gets rid of Ekholm, why wouldn't Nashville look at him? Yeah, maybe. And maybe other teams come to the market. If Washington gets rid of Jensen and Orloff, why wouldn't they look at him? Maybe St. Louis, now that they have a couple extra first round picks, like, can sneak in for him. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It's funny the teams that can look at that, like at, at Chickren specifically. Yeah. Um, just for me, I, I, the point I'm making, I think two weeks ago, I was sitting here going, boy, there's not a lot of good D-men on the market. I don't know what is going to happen here. Prices might be high. And now that we've seen some spots get filled in the little game of musical chairs, I'm starting to go, and Aaron, maybe we can run through a couple of the names here. Jensen. Um, like Jensen on the board, Trevor Van Riemsdyk on the board, Luke Shen still on the board, Vlad Gavrikov on the board, Matthias Ekholm's on the board. I'm just going through these names and I'm like, hold up. We might suddenly be getting to a point here where there are more names than spots. This could quickly become a buyer's market. Maybe, don't shoot me for being nice to the guy. Maybe Ken Holland's slow playing this is actually going to wind up getting him a bargain. And, and that's why I've been saying I got to wait until I see. Like, I'm obviously excited and want shit to happen. And there's been some really good deals happen around us that I think would be a nice package for us. But as you go through the list, there's still yep. good names there that bolster the roster. So, yeah. So let's see if patient pays off. We'll know at 101 on Friday mm-hmm. what happens. But like, we're getting antsy just because like the, 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 is, this, is this a different year? Because there's been a lot of transactions already. Yeah, I need something. I need something to hold on. To uh, I don't even care anything. The Ekholm thing this morning got me excited. It, it brought my optimism out. back up for what Holland might be able to pull off. But yesterday, man, seeing those trades, I was like, are we going to do anything? Jensen, yeah. the big live show. If you're watching right now, uh, the big live show is coming up on March 3rd. So head to the Daily Face Off YouTube. And please do us a solid. Go subscribe there as well. A ton of great trade content going up with Frank Saravalli in the coming days. And we are going live for four hours, 10 a.m. Mountain until an hour post deadline at 2 p.m. Mountain. Myself, Saravalli, Pete Blackburn, Nick Alberga, Jay Rosehill, Mike McKenna, Matt Larkin. It's a crew. And we're going to have a Notice really how I didn't event. get the invite. Because you not keep welcome. swearing. I'm not welcome at these big events. Oh, no, but we're about authentic content. Uh, it's a short for giant game day. Oilers taking on the Bruins tonight, and we have barely talked about it. This is a big monster matchup. The Bruins are an absolute wagon. How hot are they? Their goalie is out there scoring goals right now. Linus Allmark found the back of the net in their game against the Canucks. They've won six in a row. They have 95 points on the season. They've only lost in regulation eight times in 50 games. It's crazy. They're also getting healthy again. We can take a look at how they're going to line up tonight. Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and Jake DeBrusque is the top line. DeBrusque, four games since he's returned from injury, has looked really good. David Krejci with Pavel Zaka and David Pasternak. Charlie Coyle with Nick Felino and Trent Frederick. Thomas Noshik with AJ Greer and Garnet Hathaway, who they picked up last weekend in a deal with the Capitals on the blue line. Dmitry Orlov up on that top pairing with Charlie McAvoy. Top pairing, you say? 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Huh. Hmm. Hap Lindholm with Brandon Carlo, Derek Forbert with Connor Clifton. Uh, no word yet officially on who's going to be starting for the Boston Bruins, but after Allmark went on the weekend, maybe they go to Swayman tonight. Doesn't matter. Swayman's Both of them good. are good. They're both good. Uh, Edmonton, this confirmed from Jason Greger this morning, is going with Stuart Skinner, good. who's 15, 12, and 4, 2.9 goals against average, 9, 12 save percentage. Uh, the rest of the Oilers lineup looks something like this, according to the skate. Uh, McDavid centering new Yamamoto. Costin expected to return, according to Greg. Where my claim to the game tonight? I'm breaking it go. out. I'm very excited. Uh, that likely means Devin Shore is going to get sent down. Apologies, Liam. Uh, Zach Hyman is on the right side of that second line. McLeod, Yanmark, Fogel, Derek Ryan, Yesapuliarvi. Those will likely be the 11 forwards for the Oilers. They'll likely go 7D men as well. Nurse, Cece, Kulak, Barry, Broberg, Bouchard, and Vinny DeHarnay. So a big game tonight for the Edmonton Oilers against just an absolute monstrous opponent in the Boston Bruins. Let's get to our Sherwood Ford Giant keys to victory in this hockey game. Uh, for me, you need to be really damn good at five on five. It's not going to be enough. Your power play can be great in this hockey game and you could still very well lose this game. This Bruins team is deep. They're mean. They're stingy defensively. You need to have your best effort of the year at five on five. You just got outscored at five on five, five to two by the Blue Jackets. It could get ugly if you bring that kind of an effort. So just being sharp at five on five, that's the biggest key to victory for me. Mine is, is if you get a chance, you can't miss. That's a good one. You can't be, if you, uh, I don't think the Oilers win this hockey game and like miss on a couple two on ones and yeah. hit three goal posts. Like, like you got a shooting percentage has to be 25%. That's aggressive, but still it has to be high. Okay. Drift. Yeah. Liam? We, we need a goaltender tonight. We need a goalie to make some saves for us so we can stay in the game. Cause it's going to be tough and we can't allow some weak ones our own end. I like that one. Hopefully Stuart Skinner has a solid game tonight. Let's get to our Betway wrap for this evening. I got a big dub, Zach Hyman. Finding the I net. know you yes. bugger. Yeah, just yeah, you Felt bugger. Felt Everything good. was set up for me to get mine. Uh, tonight, the Edmonton Oilers are home underdogs in their matchup against the Boston Bruins. Plus 110 on the money line. The over-under in this hockey game set at six and a half. I'm actually kind of tempted to take the under in this game. I just feel like Skinner against either Boston goalie could be an interesting well, under matchup. If you win, you know it's going to be over. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Uh, maybe they surprise us. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Let's get to our Betway game day big bet challenge. I'm clearly the only Oiler fan in the bet here. You're the only one betting <laughs> an Oilers win, so uh, take us through it. Well, like I said, this goes back to when we went down to Dallas after I can't remember who we lost to. Lost to. We, had, we went a little bit of a skin. You're like, they're just going to go to Dallas and win. This is just one of those circumstances where we lose to the worst team in the league yeah. and then immediately come back and beat the best team in the league. And it keeps our brain in a pretzel. So it's just more than just what I think the, what my gut is telling me based on just the, how the Oilers do their business. So that's why I went Oilers money line. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to beat the Boston Bruins, Connor's going to be on, it's going to be on the back of Connor. Uh, some some numbers in favor of that. The Oilers are nine and five this year when they're underdogs. They win two thirds of their games more or less when they're dogs. So it's an interesting oh, spot. I don't think it's a terrible too. bet. Home dogs, Liam. You think it's a terrible bet? You don't like? No, the no. I think it's a good bet. Oh, I said it's not a terrible bet. Uh, dry saddle goal. Even money. Even money. <sighs> he's, he's hot. Been, he's been hitting him. He's hot. I think he's got me six straight now. Yeah. Maybe is it six or seven? Maybe, Maybe it's seven. seven. Uh, One he he hasn't stopped. 
Like he's uh it is seven. He's trying to get yeah. his fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So simple one from me. Does Connor get to fifty tonight? What is he at? Forty eight. No. Forty eight. Yeah. He scored two against Columbus. I thought he was almost gonna uh, get it against Columbus, actually. I was like, fuck yeah, man. I was, like, was, I was sitting there, I was like buzzing. Had he to tie it and then he'll just go supernova and win it no T for fifty. That would have been unreal. It didn't happen, but um yeah. Yeah, McDavid gets it tonight. You know what I did in the other game? Because I talked about live bed in the comeback. Yeah. I got the Oilers at plus 1.5 at like 2.85 to 1 or 2. So I yeah. took it. Paid nice. Didn't do the full comeback, thankfully. Uh, so you're going dry side. I'm going yeah. Jake DeBrusque and Leon Drysaddle each to go three plus shots at plus 162. Leon Drysaddle has hit this in six of his last 10. I think in a big matchup, he's going to be fired up to shoot some pucks tonight. And he's been hitting it more than 50% of the time as of late. So if we only get 20 shots, you're yeah. you're hoping that Leon has 15% of them. He just needs three. He just needs three. That's fair. Jake DeBrusque, since returning to the lineup, has hit this in three of four. He's playing at home tonight. I think he'll be looking to shoot a little bit as well and have a good game. I think the vibes line up on this bet. Plus 162. Both these guys have been hitting it consistently. Why not? I think that's a really... I I, I view it as a smart plus money bet to make. I also like yours though. I listen. To Oilers, I, I, like I don't dogs. know why. It's just like this is just they're the most dogs. Oiler thing to do yep. is we go lose in Columbus and embarrass ourselves, yep. and then we come back home and we beat Boston. Now this is this is also some backstory. They got their win in Van as they should, but their goalie scored a goal. Yeah. They had to have gone out to the Roxy after. They had to have. They had to have. Jeremy Swayman is confirmed as the starter, by the way. His last game, he allowed five goals on 41 shots against the Seattle Kraken. In his last five games started, he's allowed 13 goals. So, there you go. All right. Well, he's going to have to let in five tonight. Maybe a hungover Canucks team. Well, and and it, uh, while I was watching the broadcast, I also said about how Boston was spending the night. They weren't traveling to Edmonton until Sunday. Wow. So, that is a flashing green light to go to the Roxy. And the Roxy... It gets you. It bites. Tyler Mulek said, Roxy flu. McKay says in all caps, I am amped for this game. If you are watching, hit that subscribe button for us. Do us a solid. We're trying to get up to 10K by the end of the month. We'll see if we can do it. It's a lofty goal. It's a lofty goal. We're like 1,500 away. But why not? Do us a solid. I'll do. I will. Do you subscribe to the channel? I do. Okay. I will try to. Liam, do you subscribe? I am subscribed. Okay. I will do something if we hit 10K by the end of next month. Can we? Can me and Liam work on what that something is and start promoting it? Sure. Okay. We'll talk off camera and then we'll come come to market next game. When's our next game? Friday? Tomorrow? No, they play the Leafs Wednesday. Wednesday. And then a back to back against Wednesday. That's right. Leafs Wednesday. Jets. Back to back Jets. Who? It's a week and a half. week. Tough week. Shout oh. out to our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant also, the sports closet and sportscloset.ca. Whoever the Oilers make a move for, you know you'll be able to get that jersey at Sports Closet. It's just how they roll. You got a Costin jersey. I got a Costin jersey. Up, like and that. I might have an Ekholm jersey on order. We'll see. All right. That's a wrap. TBD. That's a wrap on today's show. Enjoy the game, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more trade talk. 